Hello there, Nicola Barden here from Q102's Weekend Buzz. I hope you are all doing really well and thank you so, so much for pressing play today to listen to this episode. Before I let you listen to the whole thing, I just have a little bit of news for you. So if you're a fan of the Weekend Buzz or this is the first time you've ever listened to it, amazing and thank you and scroll back. We've got over 70 episodes there. So there's some great chats for you to listen to from the likes of the cast of SVU, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Grey's Anatomy, loads of stuff, some amazing singers, reality stars, great in-depth conversations for you to enjoy and I know that's what you're here for so that's why I have to tell you my news I have rebranded the show and it is now strictly podcast so it's no longer on radio it is just podcast and it goes under the name tis yourself so do come and find us we're on um, Instagram and Twitter and obviously all the places that you're listening to podcasts so if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Google, Castbox, Good Pods, Spotify we are there I am there with my over 50 guests, fantastic guests. You're going to love some of them. They're absolutely amazing. So we've got some of the cast from like Games of Thrones, Breaking Bad. Yes, Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones. Can you believe it? Uh, Some amazing singers like Shane Ward, Matt Cardle are there. We have the actor Jerry O'Connell, who had some surprising roots to Ireland, you won't believe. We have... The likes of Tom Lenk from Buffy, who played Andrew. Um, if you're Irish, you'll know the names James Patrice, Trisha's Transformation, Tommy Fleming, the Nolan family. There's loads and loads of stuff in there. We've Sarah Jane Dunn from Hollyoaks. We've got some cast of EastEnders. So there's a real mix of Irish, UK, US guests. And we're just adding to them every single day. We're getting some new guests. Season four is just about to be launched. So come and join me. I'm over here waiting for you to discover me. That's Tiz Yourself with me, Nicola Barden. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the Weekend Buzz here on Dublin's Q102 with me, Nicola Barton. Now, during the week, I got the chance, an exclusive chat with the one and only, the Irish star of Grey's Anatomy, Mr. Richard Flood. He plays Dr. Cormac Hayes in the medical drama, which is now going into its 17th season. And as you will hear a little bit later in the conversation, he is back they're doing table reads we're doing a table read just after I got off Zoom to him so it's all kicking off we're going to see our favourite shows coming back together Irish fans may know him from Red Rock he was Garda Superintendent James McKay in that for a couple of years he was also in Crossing Lines and he was in Shameless the American version as uh, Ford Kellogg but now he is Dr Cormac Hayes he is wooing Miss Meredith Grey the main star they kind of brought him in as a bit of a love interest for her we caught up during the week over Zoom have a listen here. You're starting today in your table reads, is it? Yeah, today we uh, 
we start, but it's all obviously via via Zoom. But it's it's nice to get you know the new scripts and, and sort of see what's happening. See, get a, get the whole gang back together, I guess. <laughs> That's so weird having to do it over Zoom because it like. I'm guessing you normally would be in a big room and kind of bantering off each other and seeing what works. Yeah, it's, it's going to be very strange. I know that the writers have found it difficult because the writers are usually all in a room kind of throwing ideas around and, and they've obviously had to do it all on Zoom as well, I think. And they've said that that's been kind of very different, quite challenging. So we'll see how the, the table read goes because, you know, obviously via Zoom you lose a bit of the, the dynamics and... You hope everybody's microphone works and Zoom doesn't cut out and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> it's a good thing it's not a comedy because you'd be saying a joke and then waiting for like 30 seconds for everyone to hear it on the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, that painful gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and do you know then uh, when you're going to actually start filming? Yeah, that starts on Monday. Oh, does it? That quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're getting back up. Assume I can say all this sort of stuff. But yeah, we're... <laughs> said it now. Yeah, said yeah, it we're, now. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, start, we're starting next week, so... I'm guessing a lot of the storylines, I doubt this is you giving it away. I'm going to guess a lot of them are going to be COVID-related, being that it's set in a hospital. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have to be. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to dive into all that story. And, you know, and hopefully... I think, as I said before, you know, hopefully reflect some of the reality that's going on out there. But you can feel a bit distant from it when you're just seeing, you know, seeing all these numbers and everything on TV. But if you're not being personally affected by it, I think it can be probably difficult to grasp for people. So hopefully, you know, a show like ours can really give you the real human experience of what's of what's happening. Obviously, over in the States, you guys have a, it's a lot different for you than it is for us. Um, but I know at the start of all this, I was watching RT every day, you know, watching yeah. the press conference and being like, if anyone had asked me anything, I felt like I knew everything. And now I'm like, oh, just can't watch it all the time. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah, yeah. And the news here is 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 very different as well to the news at home. You know, it's quite kind of full on here, quite sensational. So um, it can be a bit scary watching too much news here. So. Yeah, we're, we're just trying to, you know, my family's all, we live in Italy a lot of the time, you know, my wife and all her family are from Italy, so we're keeping track on things there as well and trying to get a, I suppose, a broad view of everything that's going on and not just what's happening in America. Yeah, you're like checking in Italy, checking in Ireland, checking yeah, exactly. where you are. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy time, but I mean, everybody's just sort of trying to get through it whatever way they can, I guess, you know. Weirdly for you, I suppose, um, in terms of greys and all that kind of stuff, I know you were in the last season, but now that you're being made like a series regular, this is happening in a time where you're kind of indoor a lot. So you probably don't even <laughs> realise how big that is, really. Yeah, I mean, not not at all. I mean, we're we're all, everybody's still fairly isolated from, from everybody. Uh, I'm happy just to get the scripts and, and sort of be reading it. But no, it's very hard to get any grasp of anything going too far outside your door you know especially just in this in these circumstances um, no but like I mean I always knew it was a big show and everything but you know it's the same as any as anything once you get on set you know you're just there doing the best you can doing doing your scenes as best you can and the show is is another thing you know 
I'm gonna guess it's slightly different being on set in Grey's Anatomy than it was on Red Rock. Just, just, just a wee bit. <laughs> I know, you th you'd think it would be, but it's not really. I mean, the nuts and bolts of it are the same at the end, you know? Um, really good crew and really good actors around and just getting through the scenes and doing the best you can. It's really, it's the same, same principle all the time, no matter how big or small the set is, you know? Yeah, I just think that when you watch Grey's and, you know, they do like big explosions or they do big dramatic scenes, their finances are a little <laughs> you're kind of like in the Irish ones going right so we've got one shot at this and that's it I suppose in a hospital scene you you don't really get that many big boom moments and grays and stuff like that yeah you know I mean they I think it's been going for this is season 17 so I mean they've done they've done so much stuff you know I haven't I certainly haven't watched all of it certainly haven't had at that kind of time but um, you know um, they've done everything I know I think they've done explosions they've done all that sort of stuff you just really never know what's what's around the corner this season is it's going to be full on you know? the, thing, the thing about Grey's is they, they, like they do the story the people stories are better nearly than all the car crashing into the front of the hospital or whatever it's more like yeah. The storylines that you hear of somebody who's coming in, and they're only in it for one episode, but it makes you cry. Yeah, usually. yeah. I mean, I mean, that's that's kind of that's always the way, you know. The human story has to be has to be interesting. The explosions are great, but, but the human story has to be interesting to keep people hooked, you know. And we're going to see more of Cormac in this now. Obviously, you've been upgraded. You're you're now officially the big the big in the big star line now. Um, are we going to get to see like a lot more of what? what brought him to where he is now I hope so you know um, I don't I don't really know too far in advance um, you kind of have a general chat with the writers about what they're thinking about doing and you know they have well they are who they are because they've got loads of great ideas so um, it'll just yeah it'll play out you know uh, I'm struggling because I can't really say very much <laughs> So I'm always afraid of what I say, but um, yeah, there'll be there'll be lots. You know, we'll be getting to know him a lot better, and there'll be lots lots going on. Are you and around the day yeah. you got this job within a week of getting to America? I went getting to LA. Yeah, like it sounds like that, but it's not really because I've been coming to LA for years and getting nothing. You know, so, <laughs> uh, so it sounds like. But this time, yeah, I just the timing. I just got real, really lucky on the timing because they were looking for someone for this role, obviously. And I happened to be flying out uh, around the time that they were looking, I think. And uh, so it sounds like I landed on the Friday and like Wednesday I had a job on Grey's Anatomy. But, and, and technically that is what happened. But that's after years of being out here for months and not getting anything. So it's not really a, the way it sounds, you know. There's all these people that start with you in Red Rock that are like, Jesus, I went out there now and I was out for at least three weeks and I didn't get anything. And here's your oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I've been there. No, I've been here so many times over the years and done so many tapes and auditions and terrible stuff. And uh, so this time my number just came up, you know. What did they make you do in the audition? Was it like, did you have to go up, let's say, with Ellen and do a scene or was it just like a monologue or what did you have to actually do? Uh, I didn't technically audition, which oh. is probably why I got the job because I'm not very good at auditions. <laughs> um, good in your career. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. 
it's crazy. Um, but no, I, I went and just had a chat really with uh, Krista, who's the showrunner, and Linda Lowy, who was the casting director. They, Krista had worked on Shameless before for years. Uh, we hadn't quite overlapped because I did a couple of years on Shameless and, and we hadn't quite overlapped. She left just before I I started, I think. But she was aware of me or she knows all those guys, all those writers, obviously. Uh, and I think she was aware of me through that. And Linda, I'd met different times over the years. Um, so they just had me in for a chat, really. And... Um, told me about the character and what they were thinking and it was it was just a very good meeting and um, then I uh, Ellen came in kind of at the end of that meeting and we had another chat for about another 45 minutes just about what the show you know the show and what she kind of wanted what, what they were hoping for from, from the character sorry <laughs> it's okay <laughs> hold on one sec but uh, sorry what was I saying yeah Ellen came, kind of came at the end of that meeting um, and yeah we just had a chat as well really about the as I said about the show and about the, um, the character and kind of what they were looking for when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And that was sort of it, you know. I left then and... and you no, know, it all seemed to be seemed to be good vibes. So then, I think mm. the next day or the day after, they were they were calling saying, "Yeah, let's let's get on with it." You know, it's one of those weird things, isn't it, when you have a meeting like that where you think, "I don't want to be too cocky because that went really well," but if it, if I don't get it, I'm going to be seriously annoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it all happened very fast, like more fast, so fast that you're not really thinking too much. You know what I mean? And and I suppose I've I've been around for for long enough and, and you know struggled for long enough to, to sort of manage my expectations I suppose so you go in and you have the chat and you, you're just you know you're just sort of trying you're just being yourself really and uh, 
trying to listen more than talk, I suppose. Maybe that's what I was doing. <laughs> but then, because they were, they were telling me what the show was, you know. And, uh, and that was it. No, I just got on very well with everybody. I mean, they're, they're fabulous. They're a fabulous team. And they really, they've been around for so long doing the show. So they really know what they're about. So, you know, it was easy to, to slot into Imagine it's because it's such a big cast and obviously it's not even just the main cast. You've got such a huge, like so many extras around every week. You're getting a different turnover. And then obviously the crew, like how will that work now when you actually go back? Uh, I don't know, you know, um, the producers are doing an amazing job sort of mm. making sure all the protocols are being met and, and controlling the whole set. Our set is very, we're on a, we have a small studio we're on a small lot. So there's only... There's only two shows on that lot, so we, they can control the kind of the traffic a bit a bit better, the traffic of people through a bit better. Um, so I don't really know how it's going to work for for all those different characters coming in and out. I mean, the, all the systems will be in place, and they have. I mean, they're very precise about how they're going to marshal everything. There's extra teams and task forces and all this sort of stuff into to make sure everything is up to protocol and, and safe for everybody. Have you been kind of being extra careful and stuff now that you know that you're going back to work? You're kind of like sending your wife to do the shopping or just like ordering <laughs> everything in? Me and my family, we've been fairly um, consistent in how we've operated the entire time because we were getting all the reports from Italy very early on. So obviously Italy sort of got hit before America did, but before America even got hit, we, we were very conscious of, of the situation. And we've kind of maintained that really throughout the entire thing. But in terms of the show, you know, I get to tested all the time and all that like three times a week we're right on, on top of it making sure that we're more careful but yeah you know i am cautious going around because you know you have a responsibility to the show and to the other actors to, to be careful so you have to really operate as a team that's what we're trying to do and how is it there because we see like i know you mentioned the sensationalized so that's what we see coming back here and we're seeing parts of america are crazy at the moment between covid and everything else and yeah. do you kind of live in a little bubble nearly away from it all i mean i suppose we try to because it's it's very confusing out there. It feels very chaotic in America at the moment. Certainly, you know, watching the news, everything that's happening on, uh, everything that's going on, even outside of COVID, you know, so it's a very, we find it quite a strange time to be here. We've been here at different times over the years and it hasn't felt quite like this. So, yeah, I suppose we are a little bit in, a, in our own bubble and we're just trying to keep the head down, get to, get to production, get everything going. But school and everything that's... Uh, my son started school that's very very difficult because it's all online you know that's a real challenge for, for him and for my wife you know for all, everybody here in a way it's easier for me because I'm, I'm able to go out and go to work because school's online you know my wife has to sort of take control of that and that's that's very difficult very challenging and for him you know six years old he wants to be outside playing with kids you know, he doesn't want to be sitting in front of a screen all day so all, all that's very difficult we've also had to move house three times in two months which has been a nightmare oh god <laughs> so we, that's like hell. <laughs> yeah, disaster. So you're just moving to the mansion now. You know the doctor mansion after. You I know. Wish. That'd be nice. We can dream. A show like Grey's opens up so many doors that, like, I imagine that getting Roller Cormac, you probably are noticing people are coming to you a little bit more with scripts and stuff. Uh, well, you know, the, the 
because we shoot so many episodes on Grey's Anatomy, you know, it's a big commitment. It's only it's we shoot for about ten months of the year, so there isn't a huge amount of time for other stuff. That time off, people want to spend with their families, and so I haven't haven't sort of had that experience yet, where they're knocking down the door or anything. Obviously, I got the the show, did, did a bunch of episodes, and then then COVID hit. So I don't I, I don't know who's making what. Uh, at the moment, I'm just glad the craze is coming back on so we can get back to work, you know? Yeah, it's so weird, I, especially all the people in your industry. We were all at home, working from home, and all we wanted was new television, new entertainment, new movies, just to keep ourselves mm-hmm. entertained. And yet you didn't know when this was all going to start up again. We shut down, I think, in March. We just don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to start or if it's going to start, if it's going to be able to start. But you just sort of go day to day, I suppose, and, and wait and hope. I mean, a show like Grey's is such a well-oiled machine and so you have a lot of faith in, in the producers and everything you know I definitely felt that they, they'd figure it out and they'd figure out how to get us back up and they have done Did you have plans um, what you were going to do while Grey's was off in that like between seasons where you guys meant to go to Italy or back home here or anything like that? Yeah definitely you know my family came over actually for three weeks just for three weeks because my son had to look at schools and we were looking at houses and all that sort of stuff just planning to be set up for this year so they came for three weeks and they haven't gone back that was in February we planned obviously I'd finish we'd go back to Italy we were going to go on, on holidays and stuff in Italy and Ireland unfortunately I haven't been able to see my parents since Christmas there in Ireland usually we'd have all that time to kind of see everybody in, in that break that part of it has been very tough it's hard when you feel like you can't just jump a flight go home you know go back to Ireland or go back to Italy it's strange here because the weather is pretty much the same every day so you don't even get the change of seasons myself and my wife are looking at each other sometimes going you know what day is this because it seems exactly the same as yesterday you're but- not going to get much sympathy from the Irish on that one Eric because <laughs> we had what could only be described as the heavens opened yeah, the other day I woke, you're sitting there with your fabulous weather in LA and we're just like I know I know you do miss the seasons it's sort of weird and this is the longest time I've ever been here so it's kind of strange listen we're we're very lucky we've had an easy quarantine compared to a lot of people so we're not complaining you know? and Gabriella is an actress herself as well she is very accomplished actress she has a huge career in Italy so she's kindly kind of taken her foot off the pedal to be over here with me for a little bit it is a lot for her you know unfairness to her you know new country new systems new different type of school you know it's it's a lot to kind of commit to but she's st- sticking it out <laughs> for the time being <laughs> what was it that made the two of you kind of decide to give america a go again because you said you'd been there so many times and nothing kind of slotted into place I don't, it, it wasn't like that we consciously said okay let's give america a go i'd done two years of shameless and i've been away for all that period like kind of five months at a time which I found pretty difficult so then I was back and Gabriella was shooting a show in Rome and she was you know where she was the lead she was in every scene she was working night and day a lot of nights actually but I wasn't working during that I was sort of in Rome being just being dad you know bringing him to school and looking after looking after him and just being at home and after six months of that or whatever, then I was starting to go a bit stir crazy. So she finished her show. I said, listen, I'm going to just go out to LA and see what's around just to try and get back to work. It just so happened then that I got here and, and, and Grey's kicked off pretty quickly. You know, it was only about two weeks, two weeks after that, that I was kind of on set. So it wasn't a plan that we were going to give America a go. It just made sense. Usually we don't, we try not to work at the same time, but uh, such a long 10 month commitment. We just said, that, yeah, let's get everybody out so we can just keep our family together, you know? Yeah, it God, it would have been hard if- if you 
kind of thought you were only doing the short stint and she stayed over in Rome and then all of this hit. So it's probably a really good idea that you did. Yeah, like in some ways we got lucky with the timing because they got out of Italy. They got here before Italy kind of really exploded and been shut down or anything. And then they were able to stay here, obviously, as it just got steadily worse. We were able to make those those calls and, and, and keep everybody together. Yeah, if they'd been over in Italy and I was here when everything was kicking off, I mean, that would have just been pretty unbearable, you know. Obviously, it's worked out. It's going really well. I think when they start billing you as the new hunk of Grey's Anatomy, you're probably okay. <laughs> oh my God. It did well for Patrick Dempsey. It did well for yeah, Steamy. Yeah. They're all doing yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, Was I it, don't know. You know, we just we just kind of we just wait and see what what comes around. Or you know, we're even wondering where do we live? Do we live in America? Do we live in Italy? Where do we live most of the time? We've... Well, listen. Thank you so much for chatting to me so early in the morning over there. You're very good. Um, no, it's a pleasure. <laughs> um, listen, go and get ready for work. And thank you so much for chatting to me. You're so nice, and thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks. No, me too. I appreciate the call. I'll chat to you soon, hopefully. Absolutely. Unfortunately, I'm out of time, but if you missed any of that interview, it is on Spotify and iTunes. You'll be able to hear it from tomorrow. Just search for Q102 Weekend Buzz with Nicola Barden. And thank you to Richard, to Ross, to all my guests today. And I'll be back with you the same time next week. Stay safe. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me and I really hope you enjoyed it. Do scroll back and see if there's anything else that you might enjoy. And before I let you go, do remember to come and find me on my new podcast, Tis Yourself. Again, talking to celebrities, this time a lot more in depth. So there might be longer episodes there. And we're talking about what was life like before they became famous, the different alternative roads they could have went down, how life changed for them for good and bad. And so, so, so much more. And of course, the thing that they're best known for. So come and find me, Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden. And I really hope you'll enjoy the new episodes. They're up to date. They're brilliant. There's some great people there. And I'd love your support. So please do come find us. That's Tis Yourself with Nicola Barden.